TGIF, everybody. Welcome into Undisputed. We've got a fantastic show for you. I'm Jen Hale. Get Bayless, Shannon Sharp, ready to go this morning. Yep, ready. Ready to go. So, my question for you is, will I need a Vicodin after the Vikings-Cowboys game? Yeah. Yes, I will. Put the dude on the table right now. Put I, it want, I want to do right now. Before, really? we, before we discuss anything, put the do. What you want? Two cases? Two cases. Done. Thank you. I saw him coming. I saw him Thank coming. You. I got him every, every time. He just can't resist. The Cowboys going to be the devil, you know. <laughs> I love Diet Mountain Dew. The Me too. of champions, the nectar of the gods. You hadn't gotten much of yeah. it this year, though. Uh, not so far, but we, we is, got a long way to go. We do. It is a good day, gentlemen, when we can start the morning off with Diet Dew. I yep. expect a lot more to be flowing for the rest of this show. All right, let's jump in, guys, and start with Thursday night football, though, because ooh-hoo, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. They fell to the Titans 27-17, four days after beating Skip's Cowboys. Rodgers, 227 yards and two touchdowns. He took the blame for late missed throws in his team's loss. Shannon, it's a little bit different than what we've heard from him lately. Who is the real Aaron Rodgers? Well, Skip, he's just not the guy that can do it game in and game out alone anymore. For the longest time, we've seen Aaron Rodgers not have a bonded running game and still be able to make routine throws. The throw that he missed last night to Sammy Watkins, the throw that he overshot Alan Lazard, Aaron Rodgers make those throws in his sleep. And now he's missing throws that he always makes. And like I said, he's just not a guy. And, and that's what happens as we get older. We need more help to do things that we routinely did on our own. We see Tom Brady. Tom Brady doesn't have a running game, but he and, and as you see, he struggled. The best he looked was Sunday against Seattle because he had the running game. Now the play action is in effect. You see the other team had a running game, barely, but they ran the ball enough. And you see Aaron, uh, uh, Ryan Tannehill look like Patrick Mahomes. I was like, well, damn, mm. where did Ryan Tannehill be in? Mm. But, Skip, he, he's still Aaron Rodgers. He just can't do it alone anymore. He needs help. He needs more help than we're customarily seeing that Aaron Rodgers needs. He's still a four-time MVP. He's still a guy that can make freaky throws off his back foot, change uh, uh, arm slots, and make throws. You're like, damn, how did he do that? Mm. But the days of him not having Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon run the football effectively and him saying, okay, guys, get on my back. I got you. Mm. Defense, I know you're struggling today, but guess what? Give me one stop, and I'll do the rest on my own. He's not that guy anymore. And I think as we start to get older, we're going to see that more. Um, but – Skip, he's still he, – now, you still – you saw what he did against Dallas. Had a running game, and what? He picked them apart. Mm. No running game. Now teams like, oh, man, you ain't got no running game. We, now we can get a, a drop in the zone, mm. and we can play certain coverages against you and get you off your key. Yep. Now, but Skip, he still – look, he's still, what, 16 consecutive games? He hadn't reached 300 yards. 20 points in six of the games they played. 20 points or fewer in six of the games they uh, uh, played last mm -hmm. night uh, – uh, this year. Mm. Three, uh, under three yards of carry. Yep. You're not going to win. There are not very many quarterbacks that can consistently win ball games when they're not averaging at least four yards of carry. At least give me four. I'm not saying we need to be 5'10 mm. like uh, the old Oklahoma Sooners when they ran the Richbone skill. But what am I going to do with 2.9? Yeah. So he's still Aaron Rodgers. Mm. He just. He's just not a guy that can consistently do it alone. We've seen him, Skip, we've seen him not have running games before, and then he makes pull throws out of his back pockets, defense gets him one stop, and then he goes back down the field. But Skip, in the fourth quarter, he had two punts, two fell fourth down attempts. And I think those overthrows, they really, they could have kept him on the field. And now we can make it a ball game because when he overshot Sammy Watkins, again, 
overshot Sammy Walker. I'm like, damn, Aaron, that's 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 his throw to slide up in the pocket and hit Sammy Walker on a crossing route. Has uh, uh, the same thing has Alan Lazard. So yeah. Skip, I just believe he's the same guy. He just needs more help. He's not a guy that can consistently game in and game out win you games when he doesn't have that help. <sighs> Shannon Sharp. Yes. I am here to officially announce that Aaron Rodgers is washed. Man, get As out in of washed up, as in defunct, as in after the game, I have never seen him so humble, as in humbled, yeah. as in resigned to his fate. Oh, no play He knows what just happened. Yeah. It just ended right before his very eyes. And for once, he was saying, I, I just couldn't make the throws. I don't know why. I just couldn't make them. He said after the Dallas game on Sunday evening, I felt like I threw the ball just about exactly where I wanted to yes. against the Dallas Cowboys. Correct. So, Mr. Sharp. Yes. As you well know, I see the NFL world through the metallic blue prism mm -hmm. of the Dallas Cowboys. Right. So last night, I was actually rooting for Aaron Bleepin Rodgers to, to validate what he did against my Cowboys <laughs> and, and make it a trend instead of that blip. Right. Because he is a notorious Cowboy killer. Mm -hmm. So is his running mate, the I think the more valuable Aaron to me, Aaron Jones. They are notorious Cowboy killers. But I wanted them to go on and do it to Tennessee on a Thursday night, just four days later, albeit at home, right. at home. Mm -hmm. Just go take care of business and be back on track. And then I could heave a little sigh and say, well, you know what? It wasn't so bad because they're going to do it to everybody. No. They might just win out. Nope. I, I don't know if they're going to win another game because yeah. now they're heading to Philadelphia. Right. Right? And that could just end it once and for right. all. And I think the thing is that makes you feel worse about your Cowboys considering how they looked last night, considering how they looked against your team. Thank you. <laughs> what did I have to watch last night right out of the box? What shell-shocked me? What dumbfounded me? What knocked me off my chair in my little man cave? I had to watch Ryan Bleep and Tannehill take the opening kickoff <laughs> 83 yards in eight plays and just go right down and score. And it's seven to nothing Tennessee. And Mr. Sharp, remind me, let's see. Oh, my guy, Dak Prescott, had the ball four times in overtime. I mean, sorry, in fourth four quarter in overtime. overtime. Four times and scored zero. zero. And I saw Ryan Tannehill go, boom, seven, right? And I'm saying, well, wait a second. I, I did say going into the Packer game, the Packer Cowboy game, right. well, they had lost Rashawn Gary, their best pass rusher, and they lost Devondre Campbell, mm -hmm. their best linebacker, and they lost their starting corner in Eric Stokes. So, again, I thought that would happen regularly when my Cowboys played at Lambeau, right. and I had to watch Ryan Tannehill do what, what we should have done just regularly, just throughout <laughs> the game. We should have scored 40, and he went down and immediately scored seven, and I said, wait a second, what's going on here? And then I had to look at the overall totals of this game and what what script got flipped against my Cowboys. What, what did they do? Aaron what? only threw it 20 times. Yeah. He completed 14. Six in the first half. Six in the first half. But they ran it 39 times. Yes. He is 20. Uh, guess what? Upside down. Upside down last night because <laughs> timeout. Oh, wait a second. He threw it 39 times, and they only ran it 19. 19. It was almost an exact reversal, yep. except it was only 19 rushes, right? And yep. to the 20 throws against my Dallas Cowboys. And I had to watch. 
Aaron Bleepin Jones run it down our throats because he he ran 24 times for 138 yards. Uh, last night he tried 12 times and he got 40 yards. And to your point, they had 56 total for a grand total average of 2.9. Well, you can't win that <laughs> no, way, okay? No. But they ran it down our throats right. to the tune of 207 yards. Well, you might can win like that, Skip, with a 2.9 if Aaron Rodgers had Ryan Tannehill stats. That he goes correct. 22 or 27 for three plus Thank and the you. touchdown. Thank but you. But when you, when you what, what was he, 24 or 39? Nah. Mm. Mm -mm. Okay, then I had to watch my guy, Dak Prescott, have a QBR at Lambeau of 42 in this scale of 0 to 100. It's below average. Right. You, it's, it's hard to win that way, especially when Aaron's got a hot hand. Right. Last night, Ryan Tannehill had a 78. So he had a 78 to my guy's 42. Well, guess what? He gave them chance after right. chance to win the game, and they finally did. Well, I don't know what he got to do to get an uh, 82. <laughs> I mean, 22 or 27, Skip. He was damn near perfect. And no, the play that got picked, that was a great read by the safety was. because they play fake to his side. He sees there's nothing coming, yep. and he shoots straight back okay. and robs the crosser. I got it. So I had to watch Aaron bleeping Rodgers last Sunday mm -hmm. in the fourth quarter in overtime. Yes. Complete seven of nine throws for 102 yards. And to all your previous points, last night, Aaron was only 8 of 16 in the fourth quarter alone, 8 of 16 right. for a grand total of 60 yards. 60 yards scored no points in the right. fourth quarter, mm -hmm. and he scored obviously 17 two, in, four, uh, in 17, the fourth and overtime. The, yes. Okay, so now to your previous points. Could we see, just so I can rub it in on my own self here, <laughs> can we see this is 9.29 left in the fourth quarter last night. This is third and 12 at Green Bay's 32 to Sammy Watkins. Throw he makes in his sleep, said the Hall of Famer Shannon Sharp. And I'm like, what? I'm, he is running free, man. Yeah. He is just like, please throw me the football. We got this, Aaron. I, I don't know. And Aaron said, I don't know what it was coming out of my hand wrong. He said, I kept throwing wobblers. Well, yeah. I, I don't know what happened. Usually he gets hottest when it's coldest. Yes. Am I right? Yes. And yes. last night it was snowing early in the right. game, but it was really right. cold. It was definitely his type of game. Okay. It was his type of game. So next up, we got 532 left and we got a third and three. Let's do third and three at the Tennessee 37. This is third and three to Lazard. Third and three. He's got plenty of time to throw. And it's just an airmail shot. Yeah. Like, what? That's your best receiver. And he looks like he's running pretty free to me. Yeah. It looks like he's pretty oh, yeah. wide well, he open, go, right? Well, he's going to get the first down for I, sure. I, I, I think so, which leads to fourth and three. And here we go again, if we can see. Next play. Up for... Lazard and it's like, what he should skip. Aaron, if we run this back, he he should take Aaron Jones on the under route. Okay, it looked like look, it's look at Aaron Jones. Look at Aaron yeah. Jones. Give it to Aaron right. Jones. Hit him. But after a while, Aaron starts to second guess. He gets a little happy footed. Yeah. He feels like I'm cold on a cold night, which right. is highly unusual. And I'm saying I I don't know what happened. And then let's go to the final series, shall we? It's second down of their final series. This is with 3:24 left. And here's Aaron, second guessing, third guessing, fourth guessing. I don't know what to do. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But you can't I'm take a sack. Sure. You can't you take, can't a, take sack. a sack. You got to throw that away. Uh, I mean, shoot it over one of you guys here. If you want it. to. Can't do it. I got some this time. Ball. I got time. Just throw it away. Ugh. You can't take that sack, Skip. Oh, man. Skip, you, that's a rookie sack. That's that's a guy. That's a, uh, that's uh, like uh, Justin Fields in the preseason. Yeah, sack, you, right? you can't, Skip, you can't take that. And Aaron knows that. Oh, man. So that leads to a fourth down call. 
and it just sort of came and went, but they handed it to my little man, Aaron Jones, and it just, you want to talk about going nowhere if we can see the fourth down yeah. play. This is the ball game right here, you know, and it just happens, and then it didn't happen. Everybody kind of looks around like, what just happened? Well, you know something wrong when you see, look how many Green Bay linemen are standing around, and look how many Tennessee Titans guys are on the ground right there, Skip. Look at this. <laughs> so, so who you think won that yeah. battle? And, and the Green Bay guys <laughs> are jumping up like, we got this. Yes. Some, some guys are going first down. It's not even close. <laughs> even Aaron Jones jumped up and said first down, down, bro. You're not even close. I mean, it like a yard. It looked like he lost it. It was like, you and Appleton, you need to get to Milwaukee. Wow. Okay. So, in the big picture, I think that's the real Aaron Rodgers we saw last night. I, I think our man Lil Wayne was correct a week ago when he said, RIP to the season. We should have gotten rid of. Yeah. Oh, yeah, your season is definitely done. You're not going to the playoffs. You're not about to catch the Vikings. Skip, you're not about to be. You're not about to get one of these wild card slots yeah. because. No, no, no. No. I, what, what are they reckoning now? Four, three, and something? But anyway, you're not about to get a wild card slot in that position. The division is over. You're not about to catch Minnesota. I understand that you play Minnesota again, unless an epic, epic collapse by the Vikings. You're not about to. You're not making the playoffs. So now, okay, what do we do now, Skip? Moving forward, what do we do? do are we going to start playing young guys to try to get them some experience for next year? Because this year you're not going anywhere. Yeah. You're not going anywhere this year. Yeah. So I'm sorry, Mar. I just got so worked up. I yanked my mic off here, okay. but I'm just going to hold it in my hand. But okay. to finish on the Lil Wayne point, right. He, he was actually correct ahead of the Dallas you think game he's after done? the Detroit game. It was time to go. It was time to oh, okay, bait okay. with Aaron Rodgers. Yes, 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 yes. Because that guy last night, he just looked like he's hit that whatever that wall is. It used to be the 38-year-old 30, wall that everybody hit, and Brady sort of shattered the mold. And it's, right. not, it's such an aberration that now you think, well, Aaron should be able to play to 42 or no. 3. I don't think so. And I'm not sure his heart is in it anymore, except when he plays Dallas because he's got some quirky, mysterious connection where he just loves to stick Well, that's definitely Dallas. harder to get beat up, beat, Skip, when you're getting your eyes beat out. As you get older, yeah. it, it gets harder. First of all, your attention span is not what it used to be. And now you're losing on top of that. So what's my motivation? Yep. And, and money can't be the end of Aaron Rodgers has made great money. He he's has. making great money. Yep. But the one thing I know about great players, money is not the end-all, be-all. I need something to be excited about to come to work. Now, does he, I don't know if he loves it like Tom loves it. I don't think so. But to come to work and then you do all this all this film study and all this practice and all this meeting time yep. and to go out there and it don't come to fruition, it gets harder and harder as you get older and older. LaFleur said after the game, I don't even know what to say. It was nothing like a few days ago. No. It was nothing like it. That was obviously a blip, an aberration. Yeah. That was obviously just a, a, a once in a season, one of those golden moments, and it's not going to happen again for Aaron and this football team. Skip, the Tennessee Titans embodies their head coach, Mike Brable. I played against Brable. He yep. wasn't the most athletic or talented guy, but he was fundamentally sound. You knew his hand was going to be in your breastplate. You knew he was going to sit the edge. If he needed to be hooked to flat, he was going to be there. He was not going to be out of place, no. but he was physical. Mm -hmm. You watch the Tennessee Titans, that is a physical, physical football team. They dominated the line of scrimmage. They did. When I say they dominated, especially on the defensive side, now, even though uh, uh, Derrick Henry didn't get the yardage, but, Skip, they committed so much to stop the run. Yep. Now, when, he, when they faked the ball to Derrick Henry, look at Traylon Burks. Yep. Look at all these guys running scot-free. Mm. 
And yet Aaron made the point. He always has to take a little dig. He said, this was a game where we had a lot of opportunities that I couldn't take advantage of. I think because Tennessee does play a lot of man and they yeah. dare you. Yes. That they just say, okay, we're going to get up in you, yes. in your face. And yes. if you can beat us, you can beat us. So he thought his receivers could win a lot. Right. And you saw no. in the fourth quarter, but they, they were winning no. and he couldn't convert. The wins. But, Skip, he's different. I mean, 16 consecutive games without a 300-yard passing game. Yep. He came up, uh, uh, what, this, so all 11 games this season, he's been under 300 yards passing. This is the longest consecutive streak of his career, games uh, of not 300-yard passing. Yep. And in his career, mm. I still think he can do it. But, Skip, you might have to get him even more help in order for him to get the same results that he could when he didn't have, you know, because, oh, you see what he did without Devontae? Look at all them games without Devontae, what he did when Devontae was injured. Mm. No, 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 no. Mm. That, that was the blip. That was an aberration. He needs a Devontae. He needs – Christian Woods is starting to play well. Nine games, he has zero touchdowns. The last two, he has five touchdowns. Randall Cobb, he, he can make plays still, but it's, as you get older, you just can't summon it up enough to be effective. Final point. The other thing about Aaron Rodgers and the reason last night was even something of a mirage is how many times in the past has he tricked people? He's like the ultimate trickster. We got him again last night. The first touchdown (laughs) is just a trickster play, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's like I I got you. I, I. I undermined what you're trying to do because he got 12 men on the field because he snapped it. The quarter's almost running out, and he just throws it up for grabs. And Christian Watson, who's six feet four inches tall, just goes up and snatches right. it in the sky. Right. Well, well, this is kind of a, you know, this is misleading because that that's pretty lucky. Yeah. You know, you got flags all over the field. Mm-hmm. That's where you just tricked him out of the first touchdown yeah. pass. And then he does a, Skip. He does a great job of that. He he find out you're like, okay, you're trying to substitute. No, I'm not gonna let you. And let's go. Let's go. He calls fight. He gets to the line quick, snaps it, knows he has a free play. If it's picked off, oh, well, we're going to come back and get the five yards anyway. Throws it up. His guy makes a great play. Skip B, he's, I still believe Aaron Rodgers can be Aaron Rodgers. But the days of Aaron Rodgers being Aaron Rodgers when he's just playing with the guy, like, as you say, from uh, 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 Milwaukee, yep. Yep. Uh, 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 Ash Wabanon, mm-hmm. those days are over. Appleton. <laughs> yeah, 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 Appleton. Appleton. I, I, he could have picked me. I've been at Appleton. <laughs> Final point, speaking of our man, Lil Wayne, he was great last night with two chains after the whole after the broadcast okay. on Amazon, obviously. But also, congratulations to him. He got a bunch of Grammy nominations that he deserves. Yes. And I hope he wins a whole bunch of Grammys. Yeah. But Aaron's going to be just fine. Mm. Skip. Not this year. He ain't going to be fine this year. Mm. He, he's done, Shannon. He's done. Washed, Hold washed. on. Hold on. Done. done. I'm, I'm talking about done, done. He can yeah. never be Aaron Rodgers again. It's, it's I'm time. not saying win an MVP. I'm saying you're saying he's done, done, as in done. It's time to give some love to the backup quarterback, as in love. It's time to go forward. That's what our, that's what Lil Wayne was saying. It's time to move forward. So you said this man is a Thanksgiving bird. He's been cooking yeah. for like five hours. It's time to take him out the oven because yep. it's done. He had his last hurrah against my team. It's over and it's out. They need to move I don't forward. Know about all that, yep. I don't know about all that. Mm-hmm. Well, look, look at the body of work this year. Skip this. It's horrible. Skip you, just, you just read all Skip. the numbers. Skip, he's having a down year. Okay. You well, don't think he can bounce he's, back? He's about to be 39. Hold on. You said, deep, you said Zeke, Zeke has been going down, 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 and you said he's going to have a bounce back year, but you don't believe Aaron Rodgers can have an off year and bounce back. Okay, but Zeke's not 39. But right. running, running backs hit the wall a lot sooner than okay, but running backs hit the wall. Twenty-seven. Yeah, yeah that's about okay. the with those amount of carries on his leg. That's about the year when they hit the wall. Zeke's gonna have a bounce back game uh, Sunday. Oh, that's what you hoping? Yeah, yeah. Here we go. 
You want to put some do on that one too? And it's uh, only no. <laughs> week eleven, gentlemen. A lot of football left to play the rest of this season. Not for All the right, Packers. Skip, let's talk about your Cowboys. Let's. Are they going to be able to get right versus the Vikings no. after that loss to the Packers? Big Plus, big how big incredible will Ben Simmons be after last <laughs> night's performance? Oh, really? Ben Simmons. You. That <laughs> more coming up next on Undisputed. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us. But we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. The 6-3 Cowboys remain a two-point favorite in 8-1 Minnesota this Sunday. Dak and the boys look to move on from that upset loss last week to the Green Bay Packers. All right, Shannon, you've been saying all week long that the Vikings are going to win this one. You going to stick with that prediction today? I am. Um, Skip, if you, if you just look at their career stats and you look at these guys, it's really hard to tell who from who, Dak and Kirk Cousins. They're very similar. Numbers are very similar. One, uh, one loss playoff record is very similar. I just think Kurt is playing better this season. Did you call him Kurt or Kirk? Kirk. Oh, okay. First Cousins. Yeah, all right. Six chains after this yeah. game. We yeah. five chains right now, okay. six after this game. We add chains as we win, go mm. along the way. Yeah. Yep. I just believe that he's going to outplay Dak. And that's what you want to make it come down to, Skip. I, look. If I'm the Vikings, I want the ball in Dak's hands. I don't want the ball in Pollard. I don't want it in Zeke. I don't want them to be able to dictate uh, tempo and time of the game. I don't want them to control the ball. I want, I want my offense to do a number on your defense because I don't believe you guys have done enough to stop the run. Mm. And I'm gonna, you're going you're gonna to have to prove to me. I understand that, you know, that's not going to happen again and, and we're going to do this and that. I get all that talking. But I need to see it. And what I've seen, and I haven't seen enough of you guys stopping the run consistently. I saw what Green Bay did to you. I saw what the Bears did to you. I saw what a lot of teams have done running the football. Mm -hmm. Why? Because you guys have had uh, uh, sacks. And, and, and Skip Bayless says, ooh, my team sacks the quarterback. Number one in pressure. Number one in uh, pass rate, win rate. And now 
you're running out of run lanes and those are big old craters and guys are hitting their heads on the goalposts because you refuse to maintain your gap integrity. Mm. And so I'm hoping you guys do that again on Sunday. Mm. When you look at Zadaria Smith and Danelle Hunter, only two pair, only two, uh, a pair of teammates that's top ten in pressures. They do a great job. Minnesota's done a great job of pressuring and hurrying up your quarterback without having to sacrifice your back end because they only blitz 17% of the time. That's not a whole lot. So if I can get pressure on your quarterback, <clears throat> excuse me, speed him up without having to sacrifice my back end, I'm in good, I'm in good company. Now, let's shut off this run. I want the ball in Dak's hand. Very few teams, very few times, if you got a solid quarterback, you try to take the ball out of his hands. You don't want the ball in Patrick Mahomes' hand. You want him to, you want him to hand the ball off. You don't really want the ball in Brady's hand. You want him to hand the ball off. I want it in your hands, Dak. Mm. I don't believe in you. Really? Still believe in you. Wow. I don't. Woo. Yeah. I still believe in you. Woo. I don't. Said the Hall of Famer. Still Jen believe. Sharp. Shannon don't. Mm. Interesting. Yet, just two weeks ago, Shannon Sharp Hall of Famer told me, my defense is now so good, it is so potent, it can carry you to the NFC Championship yeah. game. That's what you said two weeks ago. Yeah. And now you're poking holes All in your own argument. You, you didn't tell me You didn't tell me they could just let people run up and down the field on them. You told me they were going to stop running and get after the quarterback. <laughs> they will. <laughs> oh, they will this game. This time. Okay. All right, Mr. Sharp. I'm about to tell you why my team should win this game and why my team will win this game. Okay. The oddsmakers say my team will win this game because they're hanging right in there with Dallas as a two-point favorite on the road at 8-1 Minnesota. True. Usually you get three points or so somewhere in that ballpark for home field advantage. If I'm not mistaken, somebody said there was a stat. They said this is the first team that's 8-1 or better at home that's an underdog with their starting quarterback playing since 76? So I, I didn't see it, but that <laughs> rings true to me. I, I could see that it's never, ever happened yeah, before. Yeah, it doesn't happen often. Obviously, my team was a five-point favorite last Sunday in the big Fox game of the week at Green Bay. And you know what happened? 14 in the fourth. It's time to flip that script. It is time to take advantage of a Kirk Cousins who has what I call the haywire gene. He will unravel when you least expect it or least need him to if you're rooting for you're him. about to go crazy. Haywire, haywire. My team is eight in two lifetime against Kurt Cousins. Kurt Cousins. <laughs> Dak Prescott is four in one lifetime, even though they're the same guy, mix and match, six of one, half dozen the other. You He's know. still four and one yeah. against Kurt Cousins. Four and one, really interesting. So, the odds makers aren't buying, and I'm not buying what's happened to the Vikings so far because they've had miraculous escape after escape after escape yes. after escape, and I think through nine games, they've used up their nine lives. No, 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 no. I they think got, they no, used no, them they all up. Four more. They got okay. four more. They no, got nine them? lives. They only used five of them. Really? Boy, it seems like they've used up <laughs> nine of them, and I think it is time for them to get exposed. I think they're fraudulent. I know their quarterback is fraudulent. I respect the rest of the team, but when you're moving around that little quarterback with that oversized helmet, it just looks like he's some little guy out there with a giant helmet on. I don't, I don't know. Let me ask you this. Why are you so convinced? Okay, the Vikings are 8-1. Your team is what? 6-3. Why are you so convinced that the Cowboys can be Super Bowl contenders if Dak and Kirk, Kirk uh, uh, Cousins are the same guy? Why are you so? Why is everybody so convinced that Dak is the guy that can get you to the promised land? As and many, Cousins can't. As many issues as I have with Dak 
Prescott, I got way more with Kirk Cousins. I, I Believe it or not, I trust my quarterback way more than I trust your quarterback on Sunday. And we do have do bet on yeah, this. Right? If you want to increase it, I'll, I'll increase, oh, you increase it. Really? Because the point is that we are about to, so to speak, put six chains in chains. That's what we're <laughs> going to do. We're going to put him in chains because – he loves to throw it to us. It's the flip side of Aaron Bleepin' Rodgers, the ultimate notorious cowboy killer. He is notoriously bad, is Kurt Cousins against the Dallas Cowboys. So somewhere along the trail, he threw two to Buffalo last week. He'll throw us a couple, now, and they'll be big ones. He, uh, he also threw a couple to uh, Justin Jefferson, too. Mm-hmm. Well, he might do that, and I, I, I don't. I don't disagree with you on that point, but if he throws us a couple, we'll be just fine because I just watched just about a year ago. It was on Halloween night. I watched my backup quarterback who had never started an NFL game go up to Minneapolis and throw for three to five, 325 yards against Kirk Cousins. Cooper Rush had a QBR that night of a 48. Kirk made some throws here and there. He had a 41, but but he got outplayed by some kid from nowhere, some yeah. undrafted out of what is it, Central Michigan, who had never started a game. He got outplayed, and Cooper Rush, if we could see it, 51 seconds left. He throws a clutch TD pass to Amari Cooper to win the game at Minnesota, 20 to 16. This is Cooper Rush. Who who'd ever heard of Cooper Rush on Sunday night football on the big solo stage? He throws a sweet little fade. I, I mean, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. Again, Amari's no longer a Dallas but the, Cowboy, but, but that was clutch. But Skip, the Cooper num- clutch. The numbers say mm-hmm. your defense plays substantially better with Cooper Rush's quarterback as opposed to Dak Prescott. I, now, you don't need I, to answer to tell me why mm-hmm. is that. Okay. It, it's in part. You brought it up yesterday. It, obviously, they think, well, we got to play a little better because he's unproven. He's just some guy right. undrafted okay. from Central Michigan. But then they play – uh, above their helmets, above their helmets, and he keeps making play after play after play that that I haven't seen Dak make consistently. So there's the 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 template is set. The blueprint came from last year. Again, lower scoring, twenty to sixteen, but you have to make the throws that Kirk Cousins doesn't make. Heck, I can go back two years ago. My other backup quarterback, now the starter for New Orleans. I don't know why they're still hanging with him. That's a whole other issue. I don't know why they don't go back to Jameis, but that's a whole other issue. Okay. But Andy Dalton went up there as my backup quarterback and also beat Kirk Cousins. Yeah. So he's lost two straight years to my backup quarterbacks. How in the world can my my starting quarterback not go up there and beat Kirk Cousins? That It just seems like... Got this. Thank you. Well, th- but you have to understand the mentality of now he has an offensive-minded head coach as opposed to a defensive-minded okay. head coach. Okay, and I he, got it. And they're skip. They're in, they're they're in lockstep. They're doing a great job of play calling. But unless, unless, now if you're gonna tell me, say, well, Shannon, we're gonna shut Dalvin Cook off. That running that we've seen us give up the last two to three weeks, that's not gonna happen. Now I say, well, Skip, I'm a little worried. But if you tell me if they haven't solved that, y'all y'all in trouble. Solved. I believe that stopping the run, it's its some strategic, but it's just a lot of desire. It's just guts. It's just heart. It's just want to. It's just like, we're going to do this today. Y'all had we're, their guts stomped out last week, okay. and Chicago did the same thing to okay. you. I agree. I believe we took both of those teams not seriously at all. We had the two easiest games back-to-back any team in the NFL has had all year at home. We got Detroit and Chicago for Dak's 
return where he could ease back into the fray. Okay. And he wasn't very good against Detroit, who is game, as we see. They, they'll fight you to the death. Yeah. And then Y'all should have been behind it going into the fourth quarter I, until I, oh, uh, 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 Williams from uh, D-Law made a great play on the ball at the half-yard line. He did. I, I got it. It was going about to be 13-10 to 10 Detroit early yeah. in the fourth quarter. But then here we came against Justin Fields. We're going to talk about him in a few minutes here. And the defense just rose and shone and pretty much took the game over, as did Tony Pollard, right? Yeah. And up and down the field we went, and everybody thought, okay, we're back. Dak's back. We're good. And I think they just looked right past I, I think they were actually looking ahead to Minnesota because everybody buried Green Bay a week ago. Yeah. They, they just did. Nobody gave. I, I kept watching every prognostication. Everybody picked Dallas, yeah. and everybody was wrong. Yeah. Correct? Even Vegas picked it by okay, five and by, a half. By five, five and a half, whatever. Okay, so I think now they're going to lick their wounds. They're going to play a little bit angry. They're going to play a little bit scared, as in good scared. And I think they will hold Dalvin Cook to a low roar. He's going to get his, but he's not going to get 150. They're not going to get 200. Because if they do get 200, we're done. We're, yep. we're cooked like turkeys. But that's not going to happen. So... Dak Prescott said, was it yesterday or the day before, this is a playoff game for us. And I, music to my ears. I, I, I'm good. Good to go. Uh, unfortunately, the last time I saw Dak in a playoff game, it was at home against San Francisco, and he flat out stunk. Yeah. And the last time I saw Dak in a, in a big game at home, it was against Tom Brady in opening Sunday night, and he pretty much stunk in that game. Yeah. And then, obviously, in the fourth quarter in overtime, he pretty much stunk, and I could throw back in in the, the first half. He pretty much stunk because he threw two balls to somebody named Rudy Ford, who was like the third-string safety, who made a couple of plays last night. Right. But, but he's like back up to the backup. Right. And Dak threw him two picks that we could have ended that game early, and we didn't. You and we gave Aaron a little life. What makes you think you will end it early on Sunday? I just think we're going to come out and play up to our capability, and it is nuclear capability. Really? That's yep. what you're thinking, huh? I do. And by the way, I'm not, I'm not predicting we're going to do it again, but we did hold Justin Jefferson to two catches for 21 yards last year. Two cases he had so, more than that this time. Okay, well, the big, well, that's courageous of you. That's yeah. gutsy of you. Here, why don't I just hand you? How much do you want? Let me get my wallet and just start <laughs> pulling bills out and throwing them to you, right? Well, I mean, you like CD? Yeah. Do we, I, I do like CD. I want to do, we're going to do By a By the way, can we just show everybody the catch that he made Man, two years ago? I, don't know, can... I, I just want to see well, it just I... for fun. Just for fun. Come on. Just one time. Please, CD. No, we ain't got this it. CD we ain't got in it. Minneapolis. CD, this is Andy Dalton. <laughs> That's the catch of the year. That's a little, look at this. Catch of the year. That's that's rookie CD. <laughs> so would that bet? That that's be in Odell territory. Would, would, would that better than uh, Jefferson catch on Sunday? Je Jefferson was a bicycle built. No, 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 that's good. That, that kid, One hand that on kid Lewis is holding on to the ball all the way to the ground and and. Finally, at the very end, they're, they're about on the ground, yes. and he yanks it away. One hand. Is that a catch or just a, a great play, like a desire play? One hand, a bare bound rascal claw, <laughs> brought it down on right. him. I, I give you that. I don't think it was a great catch. I think it was a great play because it saved the game. Or was it fourth and 18 at that point? Y'all could have had him, too. We, we could have had him, but we're happy with the guy that we You'd got. You'd be happier. No, we, we would not be happier because my guy's just getting started. And by the way, the one silver lining, Metallic 
silver lining at Green Bay was breakout performance by C.D. Lamb. Let that thing get turned for, into a lion. Let that thing get for a second. You talk about that's a breakout performance. Justin Jefferson been doing this since his rookie year. Mm. We ain't even say nothing. The man had nine for nine, 193 in the tub, and we just like, ho-hum. C.D. had 11 for 150, called the L, yeah. and then you talk about, oh, that's a breakout game. Justin Jefferson's been doing it in the shadows up there in Minneapolis with no pressure, no expectation. Oh, and finally, it took a while, but C.D. is living up to the pressure to wear number 88. Yeah. Yes, no. to carry on the lineage. You know and I know. He, we got Drew Pearson. We got Michael Irvin. We got Des Bryant. We got C.D. Lamb. Which y'all got is the 29th uh, ranked rush. We do. Y'all got that. Okay, it, by, by next Monday, it'll be the 25th ranked because we're, we're going to improve about the slots. Going, I'm thinking you're going the other way. You think so? Yeah. Well, you, you better hope so because you've already got two cases it, on it. Hey, you going to have that shelf hat on? Cooking up something special okay. for you all. I, I'm, I've called this already, and I'm going to say it again. I believe this is a career crossroads game for De, uh, Rain Dakota Press. Man, ain't nobody got no career crossroads games in the middle of the regular season. Stop that. We got this one. Then we turn right around with a Thanksgiving Day game that is on the biggest stage in the regular season in this sport. True. And I need boom, and I need boom from Dak Prescott. <laughs> I need back-to-back big-time games that he is highly capable of playing but hasn't consistently. But he's also highly capable of what? Stinkers. Just stinkers. Just kind of disappearing. Just yeah. kind of not. It's not that he plays poorly. It's just that he, he doesn't make a play and he doesn't make a play. It's like in the fourth quarter in overtime at Greenback kept waiting. Dak, answer. Just, I just need one answer. Just one big throw. Nope. Have, nope. Nope. When you're like sitting around and you're not doing anything, yeah. you're not on the treadmill. That Ernestine, never happens, Ernestine, but go ahead. Ernestine's not <laughs> say, come on, Skip, let's go to the mall. Let's go <laughs> yeah, do something. Right. You ever sit around and say, you know what? Damn. What if this is the best Dak can be? Mm. What if this is all Dak has I to have offer? That thought has entered the, the deepest recesses <laughs> of my psyche. It could be. That's why I'm saying career crossroads right here. I need to see it. I've seen flashes. I've, I, okay. I've seen stretches of it. I need to see boom, boom, back to back. This one and Thanksgiving, and then we're good to go. You might see boom, boom, back to back the other way. Well, L, L. Okay. Woo! If it's LL, then I'm you be hurt. I'm, I'm gone. I'm home for the holidays. Yep, that's what I'm hoping. <sighs> that's what I'm hoping. I hope it's a great game. That's what I want come Sunday. Mm. All right, gentlemen. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life. From gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges, Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com dot com slash undisputed pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's better help. H E L P 
dot com slash undisputed pod. Your mental health journey begins here. Time for a trending story sponsored by insurance. Only pay for what you need. The Nets, they upset the trailblazers in Portland last night, led by Ben Simmons. Gentlemen, a performance of 15 points, 13 rebounds, and seven assists. Kevin Durant called it, quote, incredible. Simmons even went three for four from the line late in the game when the pressure was on. The Blazers implemented a game plan to intentionally put him there. Shannon, it's the tide turning. Is Ben Simmons finally finding himself? Wow. No. And I'm not about to overreact to Ben Simmons scoring 15 whopping points. I mean, let us think in a three-time uh, all-star, a two-time all-defensive player, and we're talking about he got 15 points in 32 minutes. Ben Simmons has 73 points on the season. Now, mind you, in a mop-up game against the uh, Sacramento Kings, he had 11. Last night, he had 15. So he had 26. So 26. So he got 47 points in those other games. He has 26 in these two games. Mm. He's averaging a grand total of whopping 6.6 points a game. Mm. And now Skip wants me to say, oh, he's trending in the right direction. Mm. Really? Mm. Really, Skip? No, I'm not willing to go that. Mm. And guess what he did, Skip? What else did he do? Foul out. out. Mm-hmm. He's turned into a hatchet man. Mm. Well, at least he was trying. <laughs> okay, I'll do it. Look, and, and and now after every game, Skip, he's off for the next relationship. People make it seem like I had a sprained ankle, I had back mm. surgery. I got my own back. Mm. I'm just taking a little time, but I'm coming back. Mm. No, he's not back. You know he's not back. Look, he played well last night. I won't take that away from him. But I'm not about to hit, sit here and say, okay, now Ben Simmons, ooh, he's about to turn this thing around, and he's about to give you 15 points, 13 rebounds, and seven assists on a nightly basis. That's not about to happen because those that's numbers not. Are, that's pretty big numbers, right? 15, 13, and seven? What about what about those, What about the O? What about the O that he had the other night? The O point, two rebounds, two assists. What about those? Okay, my turn. I wrote off Ben Simmons yesterday sitting right here in this you chair sure because he, he just looked lost to me. But I had seen a glimpse in garbage time against Sacramento, and he made five baskets. They're not three-point baskets. They're not 20-foot jump shot baskets. But at, at least I was thinking, well, he did do that. Last night, I got to tell you, I couldn't quit watching this game because I couldn't quit watching Ben Simmons, and I stayed up way too late watching what he did in the fourth quarter of this game because what was the most impressive to me was what he did when they went hack a Ben because you've said he's unplayable in the fourth yeah. quarter. Am I right? Yeah. And not only did they go hack a Ben, but the, the quotes from Ben Simmons after the game were, I love those moments. I'm not going to shy away from those moments. That was their plan. Obviously, it did not work. We were able to convert a couple of free throws, get some stops, and I keep building. Okay. If we could see the four free throws that he shot. Let me get my notes here. The four free throws that he shot came fairly late in the game because it's at 328 and 256. So he's being played by Jacques Vaughn down the stretch. And he shoots, and he makes. Huh, interesting. Okay, and he shoots, and he missed that one. That was the first of the next two. And yet, he had the guts to stand there after he'd missed one, and he swished the next one. They all looked pretty good to me. They all looked like he wasn't 
uh, afraid at the moment the way he has looked before. And obviously that's what ruined him in Philadelphia was being was running from the late game free throw line. You think teams are going to stop filing him no. late in that situation? Okay. Nope, I do not. But it, that was a big start and a good start, and I liked what he said after the game. The other thing was that overall – I loved what Kevin Durant said. He said Ben Simmons was incredible. And I don't think Kevin's just spewing out a bunch of phony baloney words. But he said, after the game, Kevin said, tonight I think he did a good job just talking it up, commanding the offense, commanding the team on the defensive side of the ball. He contributed – I'm sorry, he controlled the game and was able to get us back into it. So Kevin is saying – He's controlling the game. Well, that, that's what he. That's why he made three straight All-Star teams and two first-team All-Defenses. He what, controlled the game. What did Kevin say the night before? Okay, well, obviously they got blown out. <laughs> he said we got it to 40-all. He talked about it last night. And then we got lax on defense, and all of a sudden we look up and it got way away from us, and they got blown away. Okay, so the point was Ben Simmons <laughs> attempted six shots last night. And he made all six. Well, you got to give him some credit. I'm starting to see flashes of the three-time All-Star. If we could see the six shots that he made. Let's see. We'll, we'll look at the and, – and, again, the, the, it's a little jump hook, right-handed jump hook. He's ambidextrous around there. That's pretty easy. Okay. But the, the little Euro step and right-handed up off the glass, not bad. Not, not too bad. A little put back. Okay. This is what he can do. This is what he always did. This is why he made three straight All-Star teams. He's always around the basket. He's he's six feet ten inches yeah. tall. He's hard to deal with in the lane because he has a nice feel and a nice touch for the basketball. Look, they won the ball game. But if you think that I think the Portland three best players are going to shoot a combined eighteen to fifty-seven very many times. I mean, you look at Dame. Dame was off last night, eight of twenty-four. Yep. Uh, Anthony Simons was eight of twenty, and Jeremy Grant was two of thirteen. Yep. So that's eighteen of fifty-seven. Okay. And if you tell me that. Utah Watanabe is going to make all of his threes. Yeah, exactly. If, if we see what Watanabe did, and by the way. He's I'm, still alive after, after Anthony Edwards dunked on mm-hmm, him. Yeah, and you know what? He's getting better and better, and he's playing higher and higher minutes for Jacques Vaughn yeah. because he just plays hard. He plays smart. And you want to talk about making clutch shots? Can we just see what he did in the fourth quarter from three? There's the first one. That's with 10-15 left. And here he goes again. This is Watanabe from three with 451. And then 147 from the corner again. That's a huge one. That put them up five with 141 to go. So they're they're getting huge production. He had 20 points yeah. off the bench. He's five or seven from three, okay. five or six from the free throw okay. line. That'll work. Yes. And he's been doing it regularly. I don't think it's just some aberration. He's normally the, the defensive guy, Skip. He's the, the hustle guy. I, which, like, like I said, he I got, got dunked on by Anthony Edwards, but he's willing to try. He is willing to try. All right, here's my biggest picture point. We were both pretty hard on, very hard on Kevin Durant yesterday yes. for all of the remarks that he made to yes. Chris Haynes and, and uh, um, Spears. And the point is, he called out his starting lineup. And he said, when you have a starting lineup and he names the starting lineup, right. well, uh, unfortunately, Kevin's in that starting lineup. But he said, what do you expect? Well, I expect uh, number seven to be a superstar. That's yep. what I expect. Yep. I expect you alone, Kevin, to give a team a chance to win a game at Sacramento, as improved and as talented as they are. But and that's always been the expectations when a historically great player yep. is on a team. Okay, I, I'm not going to count that team out. They do have Jordan. Okay. They do have Bird, or they do have this or that. That's the expectation. I got it. So here's the great irony of what happened last night. Big picture. 
Kevin Durant did score 35 points, but the last basket that he scored came with 631 left in the game. So that's six minutes and 31 seconds. Yes. So I always take LeBron to task when he disappears down the stretch. Kevin Durant flat out disappeared. All these players, Ben and Watanabe and anybody, and Royce O'Neal, they won in spite of Kevin, yeah. who, who was the opposite of a closer. He was a door opener. Oh, my mic again. I'm having trouble. Sorry. You get so I, I by KD. I don't know what's happening. Okay. So here we go. Let's see what Kevin didn't do down the stretch. If we could see what happened. This starts with 548 left. He tries to go up and he gets a shot block. Okay. That's not very pretty. And then 349 left. Here we go. He missed pretty badly on that shot, right? This is a close game. Okay. 218. He missed a three. He wasn't very good from three last night. He's got he got offensive, offensive foul. Ready to go over. And there we go. Okay. And then here we go. Two free throws. And guess what? He's as good a late game free throw shooter. And now we've seen lately he's missed a couple. And then that's to win the game. That's to win the game. And Royce O'Neal made an unbelievable tip yeah. in. Like he goes up through the, the forest and he, he managed to get full hand and on the ball. And it was kind of a blast. Yeah, he blasted yeah. it off the backboard and it went in. Right. And it was kind of a look what I found. Mm -hmm. But he found it and he saved Kevin. Well, I just showed you down the stretch. We got a bunch of missed shots. We got offensive foul. We get He got a shot blocked. Well, that's what you have to have, Skip. In order for a, a, a great player, and that's what Kevin Durant is, he's going to have to get contributions, like from a Royce O'Neal and a Nick Claxton and a Joe Harris and Juan Tanabe. That's what he's going to need. The, the same guys he basically right. dismissed right. the day before. But, but, but that's... KD, I mean, you yeah. expect everybody to be you. Yep. That's why it's so hard for skill for great players to be coaches. Yep. Because everything, it comes, look, I'm not saying Kevin Durant doesn't work hard, but it comes easy to him. Yeah, he he does work hard, but it yes. definitely comes easy. Yes. Yeah. And so, and so he's thinking, man, look what I'm with. Yeah, KD, there are not very many guys that's been created in the history of the game. That's you. There are more guys like them than they are like you. That's what makes you unique. Okay, I got it. The big X factor to the Nets, their only hope to me is that Ben Simmons finds himself. Right. I'm seeing glimpses of he's finding himself. Right. If he can turn back into at least a semblance of a three straight, three-time all-star and two first-team all-defenses, not to mention rookie of the year. Right. The guy who can control the game in, in extraordinary ways that, that aren't conventional. There, there's nothing conventional about his game because he's not a shooter, but he can score. But maybe okay. putting him in the reserve role is the ideal role. Maybe. Kind of like Russ. Like he could Russ. Move Russ okay, to I'll the buy bench, that. And maybe so moving him, there's less pressure on him. He, he looked freer and happier yes. last night than I have seen him look. And maybe it helped. They're playing the late game, and he knows back east that it's nobody's really Everybody going to watch. Bed. Right? Yeah. Yeah, everybody's, everybody's in bed. bed. Okay. And yet, those kind of numbers, when you go 15 and 13 and 7, that's what he used to do. He was making all-star teams, yes. plural, with those kind of numbers. Right? So, next game. Don't they play Memphis on Sunday? Uh, Sunday, yeah. And maybe Kyrie. I think Kyrie he's going to be back. Okay? So, so, now, again, we both question sort of the – the priorities of Kevin and Kyrie now late in their careers. Do they really care about winning or do they just care about hooping, you know, right. just having fun and going out and getting their own numbers? Right. Do they care about that, that scoreboard at the end of the game? Right. Well, with this guy as the X factor, it, it could, it could regenerate them. It could refresh them where they, they might start thinking, Hey, maybe we do have a chance to win some basketball games. Oh, I think they can win some games, maybe make the playoffs, but they're not a contending team skip. 
You, you think they can beat Boston okay. in four? You think they can beat the Bucks in four? Okay, what I told you I yesterday. Mean, seven, excuse me. If, if I could take Kevin of a couple of years ago and Kyrie of three years ago and Ben of just two, two years ago, if I could take them where they're a little hungry, I, I still think they're highly capable of making a run to win the East. I do. Well, Skip, I think Kyrie is a better player. I think Kyrie is a better player now. He might have some things that's going on that he's dealing with in, in his own mind. Yeah. But I believe Kyrie is a better player now than he was with LeBron. Kyrie can – I mean, he can. he's a legit guy that can go get you 30 on a nightly basis. He can do it all. But, you know, obviously there are things that – and he said it, there are things that are more important than basketball. And so how important is things that are more important than how important is basketball to you? Mm. But there's no – I'd never worry about his ability once he, once he gets on the court. KD is KD. KD's going to give you 30, basically 30 on a nightly basis. He is. That's what he does. He's still doing it for a bad team. Can I ask you a question? What you, give me a prediction on uh, Ben Simmons' stat line on, on Sunday. On this Sunday against yeah, Memphis? Yeah, against Memphis. I, I think he can start to do this. I mean, I don't know that he's going to get – let's just say he'll get double-digit points and rebounds. How about that? No, sir. And, and six or seven assists. I'm going to go eight, six, and six. Okay. Well – that's not that far off what I said. Yeah, six points, eight rebounds. Okay, 10, 10, six and points. nine. You know, he, he can do those Jason Kidd triple doubles like crazy, right? You think this, you think this is a trend? You think he's immediately pointing I, up? I'm seeing two games. I, I'm seeing enough flashes of the old guy that I think he's starting to round back into form. And he did make a strong point, which I do agree with in his defense. He said, it's not like I had an ankle injury. I had back surgery. So you got to give me some break. I'm trying to figure it back out on the fly to be able to trust my back. And I, I agree with that. Okay. It's pretty serious. Okay. Okay. Oh, I, I, there's no question. Going in the back is, is, yeah. I need to see a couple more games, but I'm okay. starting to think okay. that the Nets are going to win more games than the Lakers. I need to see a couple more. Let's get, that ain't saying much. Well, it's saying a lot. No, it's not. Because your team is not troubled. Yeah, we're not? No. You got Russ playing the best he's played in a long time. Let me time. ask you a question. If Kevin Durant would have missed some time, how many games do you think the Nets are going to win? Well, obviously, not many. Okay, okay. Okay, but LeBron's about to be back tonight, I think. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and Anthony was really back and last the, time I saw you him. You remember what last time what we did to the Nets without the GOAT? What did we do to him? What did we do to him? I don't even remember. You remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I AD. remember 37 and 18. That's what AD I remember. And he put puss in him by himself. He didn't even need Big Bro. Mm. If Big Bro would have been there, he'd have got you 30. He'd have probably got you 28, 7, and 9. Mm. So LeBron decides to come back against Detroit, right? We come back against anybody. Detroit. We come back against anybody. Detroit. I got I to gotta get ready for Detroit because I, I might be able to get 30 against Detroit. And they, they're playing back-to-back because they had to deal with the Clippers last that night. Just, that's just who's on the schedule. Mm. It could have been Giannis. He could have <laughs> got this Did work. It? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Detroit. He could have got, got this work. I expect 30 from LeBron tonight. Nah, we're going to, you know, get, hey, Skip, the man just came. Man's been out a week. You know the man got to get a week? His, yeah. And Longer he had than a week. He had a quote-unquote groin pull yeah, or something? Yeah, dealing with something. Adductor, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go, King. <laughs> you just be hating. You a just, lot just to that. keep track of, gentlemen. <laughs> so much good hoops action going on. By the way, that game Sunday that Kyrie's supposed to be back for, that is a home game for the Nets at Barclays Center. So it'll be interesting to see how the crowd reacts. Y'all cheer, Kyrie. 